Hello and welcome to this new podcast series, Sharing a Piece of Pie, talking about SAP IBP or Integrated Business Planning. I am your host, Jonathan Fogarty, and I have the pleasure of guiding you through some fascinating conversations about how to unlock the secrets of IBP and how it can help your business. Whether you're still learning to spell IBP like me, or you know it backwards, there will be something here for everyone. Each week, we will have some fascinating guests to hear real-world use cases on how business is doing integrated business planning. But the real star of the show, air quotes, joining me each week to navigate through it all is a chap who lives and breathes IBP, the one and only Mr. Mark Golly. Mark, welcome and hello to you, my friend. How are you doing? I'm doing okay, Jonathan. Thanks very much for asking. And those air quotes are very much in play here. Um, I wouldn't... uh... And certainly the term expert, right, um, is is highly overrated when it comes to myself. So, Well, the, the, the whole notion of air quotes on a podcast is probably wasted on the audience anyway. Yeah. So we'll move on from that. Hey, j- just when you thought it was just you and I talking in a dark room to each other, we've imported some very, very fancy international guests. I'm a bit excited about this one, mate. It's not just you and I. Uh, we've got some wonderful colleagues in the IBP universe. We've got the one and only Angela Olson and Dustin Demean. Um, Angela, welcome. Come on in. We've flown all the way all to right. see you. Where, about to, <laughs> where have we flown today to meet you, my friend? Oh, you've flown to uh, the Midwest of the US. I'm in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Wow. And yeah. tell us a little yeah. bit about yourself and your journey through the world of IBP. Yeah, so I have been in my career always about supply chain planning from an information technology perspective. So I love it. Uh, It's a great field. It's never boring, always a challenge. So I've had roles from architect to design, build, test, leading teams that have implemented. Now I uh, own a service portfolio uh, at Cargill that is all their supply chain planning applications globally. Uh, so challenging role, uh, never a dull moment. Gosh, well, Mark, if we weren't uh, incredibly outnumbered uh, already, not only Angela, but we've also got Dustin. Dustin, come on in, buddy. Whereabouts are you in the world as, as we leap across uh, the globe? Tell us where you are. And, and, and Dustin, maybe introduce yourself to the audience and tell us a little bit about yourself. Excellent. Yeah. Thanks, uh, Jonathan. Um, my name is Dustin Demean. I'm I'm standing here in Green Bay, Wisconsin, believe it or not. So just a few hundred miles east of Angela. And uh, I've been with an organization, uh, Nature's Way, for the last 16 years, been in IT, uh, focused a lot around supply planning for over 20 years. Um, in the last, you know, our I- IBP journey started in 20. 20- 13, so quite a while ago. So we've got over nine years of experience uh, with this particular tool and supply planning at Nature's Way. And it's been uh, very, let's say, adventuresome, I think is probably a good word. Um, <laughs> always always uh, something fun. Mark, you and I are going to just sit back and eat popcorn and I enjoy know. this one. And I, think, I feel uh, very overwhelmed with the talent. Gosh, we love sure. an adventure and, and we love that. Uh, we love our international guests. So welcome, Angela and Dustin. Uh, Mark, let, let's sort of kick off. I love the kind of really uncomplicated and non-technical nature of our conversations. And we've sort of tried to explore some really core principles to successful deployments, 
about using business language, keeping it yep. simple, invest in people, invest in change management, stay curious. These are some of our, our buzzwords in our new IBP world that I'm discovering. Having the support of leaders or figures of authority in the business domain, sponsors, key process owners, architects, is also a key ingredient to success, isn't it, Mark? So let's, let's jump off there, perhaps. Yeah, absolutely, and unequivocally 100% correct from my perspective. For me, change is actually led from the top um, in terms of behaviour and culture, right? and it doesn't matter what you think. I think we've mentioned it before in previous podcasts, and Jonathan, that um, IVP is not only a technical tool, right, an IT tool um, as well, but predominantly it is a change program. Right? So the support of the leaders um, is um, absolutely um, um, required. Right? And for me, the best way to change the way you work and, and to adopt new processes and tools um, is A, to role model the change and B, to actually have the sponsorship and, and, and um, of those leaders. Right? If you try and make change, in my experiences, if you try and make the change without the commitment and support, guidance and coaching of the business leaders, then the adoption will be an uphill battle, right? And it is the key ingredient to success. So it's as, pretty, it's as simple as that. It's almost like having a piece of, of apple pie without ice cream. It's just not right. Well, we are in apple pie land here with, uh, with Angela and Dustin. So let, let me turn it over then. We've got some incredible experience. Um, Angela, maybe start with you. In your role and, and in your experience, you've been in that position of influence, uh, deciding on what to back and what not to back. And, and, and sometimes projects go well, and sometimes you get the outcomes that you want, and sometimes you get experience, I guess. Can, can you share with your audience, perhaps to start us off, um, how you can help a program with some well-targeted influence? How do you make sure that uh, it's set up early to be successful and, and, and the right pieces are in place to, uh, to try and guarantee success where you can't always guarantee it, I guess? Yeah, what a great, it's a loaded question because uh, I think that's a, always an ever-evolving learning space. Like just when you feel like you've, you've made progress and you do, then there's always something else to try to address to get even better, right? So even though, like in my experience, we've been doing uh, IBP since uh, 2016. Uh, I think we're ever evolving. So I think there's there's some tenants that, you know, I've learned over time uh, that has helped us anchor. Like one is, I think we just have a, a theme to everything we've done uh, in this space. And that's really to go quickly to achieve visit value um, and don't boil the ocean right? Don't try to do every bell and whistle, really hone in on what is, what are you trying to do for a process? And ask yourself of all the things that you're wanting to do, does that support you in making the decision and support you in that process? If it doesn't, maybe that's time to do later, right? To try to keep focus. Um, and then the third is that have the mentality of growing over time. So sometimes having influences is also in some ways, and, and this has been an interesting thing uh, I've learned over the years is that sometimes you really have to scale back because I want to do the cool things, but you have to keep it simple to be successful and then just create this mindset like we don't have to do it all at once, right? We can come back uh, and do more later. Uh, and sometimes that decouples and uh, I think demystifies some of these things where you get caught up. 
Um, and when you can really hone in on um, being focused, I think that helps influence and just drive decisions forward. I, I like it. Dustin, I, you know, I'll, I'll bring you in. Angela's completely wrong, and you're about to debunk all of that in your experience. <laughs> Please do, so I can learn. <laughs> <laughs> no pressure, though, Dustin. You know, it's it's uh, <laughs> that's much harder uh, said than done, uh, or much easier said than done. Let me put it that way. Um, <clears throat> You know, some of the some of the buzzwords that float around here right now are things like uh, future proofing. Right. So we want we want our solutions and our processes to be future proof. Uh, but then in the same breath, we're saying things like agile. But we also want uh, the ability uh, to almost change direction at a moment's notice. And um, while that is great in concept, it, it's not always uh a possible outcome, right? To both be uh, able to address anything that could potentially come up while also change direction multiple times uh, through that process. So um, that has enforced within our program that we, we don't just need <clears throat> leadership at the top, but we need leadership throughout. Right, and so uh, our analysts have close collaboration with uh, members of the business uh, at at you know a process level, and then as we move up through directors and VPs within our organization, uh, they are sponsoring different aspects of that program to make sure that we can, uh, at every level, stay in a, a well-formed uh, community, uh, so that we can support uh, not only. The, the, the process and the system, but also, you know, what's in front of us. And um, it doesn't always work. I'm not going to lie. And uh, sometimes it's not easy, but it allows us to really prioritize, uh, to step back when needed. Uh, that's another thing that I think that I took note of when you were talking, Angela, is we keep it simple, but we do the same simple thing over and over and over and over again. And all of a sudden you look back and it's like, oh my goodness, we have this complexity now because we did one simple process eight times instead of looking back and reformulating mm -hmm. the process along the way. And uh, so also looking back and reformulating has been key uh, to, to our success moving forward. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. I was saying like that evolution. Um, I think that that's something so common, what I've seen as well. And I, I, when I look back at all the years we've been at it, I, I think like if we waited for perfection, we would have not done anything. Um, but yet we've allowed things to evolve and somehow we just adapt, right? Uh, for sure, we've made mistakes along the way when we're probably update and redo, but we've never found ourselves in a way that we've had to completely do a redo right? It's just evolved. Um, and you and you just continue on. Um, and I think when you take that fear away, then it, it then it uh, removes that inertia from some of these conversations, right? And so I think then you can influence forward, or we always say sometimes fail forward uh, a lot, um, to try to eliminate this fear, like you don't have to nail it all now. So I, I love that comment that you made up then uh, about trying to do perfection. That's not possible. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, we have a term here at Line, and, and it's a common term about progress over perfection, right? So it's as long as you keep moving forward, right? Um, um, and as long as your stakeholders understand that you're after progress, not perfection, right? And they support that 
your point of view, then um, um, certainly you'll move forward as a business in terms of common understanding and um, um, generally get that um, um, not only the leadership um, or executive sponsorship, but also that mid, you, Dustin, and you, you talk really nicely about it's not just the VPs, it's not just the directors and things like that, but, but it's also those process owners as well, which actually need to sponsor and ad adapt to change and um, adopt new ways of work that um, is where the influence and sponsorship comes from um, as well, because that's where the rubber hits the road at the end of the day. You know? So um, I think that's a really good call out you know, in terms of influencing at multiple levels. I might go to Dustin if I can, because I'm, I'm often confused in these conversations and now we've just got American accents saying some of the same things that Mark's been saying, so that disturbs me greatly. Um, Dustin, I, I thought IBP was a factual, accurate statistical tool that, that was undeniable, the results and the analysis, but you're saying leadership has to understand that it's a journey and it's progress and that that it's an evolution. How do you get analytical results-driven leaders to actually understand that an IBP process is a journey and it's maybe not perfect on day one? I thought one plus one had to equal two, but but you're saying that it doesn't always and that potentially the leaders have to understand that early. How do you train the leaders to understand that journey? Because you're all saying the same thing, so it must be right. Yeah, well, you know, it's it's certainly um, part of chartering every one of these uh, incremental projects is understanding what our current state is and then understanding what the incremental benefit is going to be and being honest with ourselves that we're going to take it from here to here. We're not taking it from here, you know, to the mountaintops. And so as long as they can understand and articulate the improvement we're making, uh, they will know that we're, we're getting closer. Um, we're never going to get uh, all the way, uh, quite frankly, because the business isn't static. Um, but uh, they can they can now understand the improvement we've made and uh, how that uh, investment was a, a worthwhile endeavor for us. Angela, to you, I mean, have you have you had to have those sort of hard uh, conversations with senior leadership to around expectations management and 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 help them? understand that they are embarking on an IVP journey and it's not going to be perfection from day one? And, and how have you handled that? I'd love to hear some experiences there, perhaps. Yeah, well, <laughs> experiences for sure. Uh, I think that that sometimes can be a really tough conversation. I think sometimes uh, some of our uh, stakeholders really expect, like, I've invested in, in this and when I'm done, I'm done. I move on and I don't think about it again. Um, and and uh, I mean, that does still happen. Uh, so, and sometimes that, that conversation can be so challenging. But then I think it's about drawing on experiences and helping them understand why it, tools like this, right, which are very model intensive, uh, have to adapt and change to the business. Uh, and so it can't just be something you put in and it's stagnant. It's not meant to be something linear and, and, and order taking. Uh, it has to evolve. And, and I think just demonstrating uh, ways that we can come back and evolve the solution more, whether that's new things, that, new capabilities, or that people, data, process are in a different point and we can take it to the next level. So sometimes it's tying it back to process as well. 
Um, but I mean, we're having the same conversation too. And we're trying to keep talking about continuous improvement. Like how do we do these incremental changes and getting them to think that indeed it's a journey. Like you should be planning and mindful because in your budgeting process and everything to outline. So you have oxygen to keep these things going. And that's not always easy when they have conflicting priorities, but it's all it goes down to value. And can you draw the conversations there, which is easier said than done for sure. Mark, I love that comment. You have to have the oxygen to keep the process going. I kind of feel like that that's probably an experience you've had some hard fought uh, lessons and experiences about, I'm sure. Yeah, very much, even as late as yesterday, um, <laughs> having those conversations around continuous improvement, the oxygen, how, and we've spoken in previous podcasts about them, how IDP is a continuous learning tool and, and the deeper you go, the deeper you understand the more functionality and capability is available to you rather than being a static tool, right? Um, deploy once, right, kind of thing. Um, and if you stand still, well, then it'll leave you behind, right, kind of thing. And so conversations with business around continuing to invest in new technology, new functionality, new processes to support better business outcomes and to drive that value is something that I spend a great deal of my time on, right? um, all the time, right? So um, not just at not just at budget time, right? But um, even if you there's a new functionality uh, released um, in the roadmap which will deliver value to the business, well then, yeah, you know, and um, then you have that conversation with the business, yeah, and and generally generally speaking, if you've done a good job of influencing demonstrating the value that it can deliver, then they'll find the money right? and from mm-hmm. um, because of that promise of that return on that investment. You know, so it happens daily. <laughs> yeah, right. A- Andrew, I might come back to you and ask you the, the, the tough challenge question and then Dustin bring you in. I mean, I kind of sit here listening to the three of you and you've got war stories and you've got hard-earned experience and with that, I guess, credibility in the business and credibility with senior leadership to get that trust and go on that journey, you know, the, the, the title of this podcast is If It Feels Right, It Generally Is, and it's about trusting your garden and being given the the benefit of uh, of a little bit of rope, I guess, from your senior leadership. But there, there's going to be people listening. We hope there's people listening, Mark, to our podcast <laughs> that are maybe on the start of an IBP journey that maybe haven't got the hard-earned war stories or haven't earned that leadership trust. What, what What's your message to those people that that are, going to go to their business leaders and say, look, I think we need to go on this journey. I have the gut feeling that this is a tool, this is going to unlock benefits. What's the pep talk for those people who might be sitting there today that don't have your hard-earned experience, I'll call it? Hmm. That's a great question. And I think back back to 2016, 2015, we were trying to go on this journey and convince having that that same conversation and everything was new. People are like, what does APIBP? Um, I think it really is trying to boil it back to key business capabilities, right? Put it in terms that they understand and, and talk about these are the capabilities you're trying to go after and talk about the assessment, right? Uh, and, and build the confidence that, look, we have done the homework. This is how this solution or any planning solution sits, right? Why it's the right thing for us, looking at the greater, you know, and this is where the IT comes out, the architectural principles that you as your company have when you have to think of your full ecosphere, 
of all your solutions and how things have to be interconnected, right? It's one thing to fulfill capabilities, but you also have to think of all these other things. And oftentimes, uh, you know, business stakeholders don't consider all those things. But when you put it down and illustrate it to them in, in simple language, then they start to be like, okay, yeah, there's a lot more reasons than just what's the prettiest thing I've seen um, and, and, and going at it that way. So that was one of the ways we started is really to say, well, here's the capability in all the assessment work that we did. We did our homework, right? Uh, and, and then you get into being able to start to say, can we pilot with you or proof of concept with you? And you start to build the trust and pretty soon momentum starts to happen. But it's tough. But you have to put it in their terms. Uh, Dustin, a, a younger, slightly more um, naive version of you some years ago when you were, what, what was, you know, what, what was the what was the thing that you needed to have then or if you could kind of go back and, and visit the younger version yourself, what, what was the pep talk you wish you'd got or, or you wish you'd knew? You know, I think, I think the thing that escaped us now nine years ago was understanding that this is different uh, than... Uh, implementing a process and say a solution like ECC, which is very static, right? We, we came into this thinking that we were going to implement and then we we're going to move on. And the business was going to just uh, have a tool that supported them. Uh, once it became clear that you need, this is a modeling tool, like Angela said, and, and we're modeling our business. And uh, anyone who understands Nature's Way's business, it's been anything but static over the course of the last 10 years. And, and so, as that business adapted to the market and we needed to adapt the solution to our business. And so uh, that, that's the thing that you can't say surprised us, but we, we learned more gradually than I wish we had. But as we now understand that, you know, the advice I would give someone else is, you know, take that into consideration as you're making a business case for a planning solution mm -hmm. and, and know that it's not going to be easy because not only do you have uh, to stand up this, uh, this tool, this solution, this uh, you know, piece of software, uh, the business has to be forthcoming with uh, their business processes in order for you to model that business in the tool. And that's not always the easiest thing for people within the business to do. And so that, that to me is a fundamental challenge and that as you show goodwill in our, in our role, as you show goodwill to the business, that what we're doing is enhancing uh, their portion of the business, not detracting from it or trying to replace it. Um, that builds the goodwill that proves that we can continue on this journey. Brilliant. Absolutely. Mark, coming over the top of that, I mean, I guess if it feels right, it, it generally is trust your gut. You know, I'm hearing two long-term experienced professionals uh, boiling it down really simply, but it's a case of believing in what you're trying to achieve and, and trusting yourself, isn't it? It is, and it's being very clear about what the business benefits that it's going to deliver um, um, and being really clear that an IBP... Um, Deployment is not the end; it's actually just the beginning, right? Um, as well, right? So that's really, really important. And and we've talked in, in the past, Jonathan, about um, 
if it feels right, it generally is. And we've talked about three things that I generally take into account when, when I look at that, and especially in relation to IBP, is about being courageous, making a tough call when needed. You could approach something and go, with all the right intentions, let's try this, right? Um, and we've done this in the, we've done this here ourselves. Let's try this. Let's do a proof of concept. And it doesn't stack up. And it doesn't work. You've got to be courageous enough to actually say to the business, we've tried, it's not ready yet, or our process isn't mature enough yet. We're going to put this on ice and we're going to come back to it in another two years, right, for example. Right? You've got to be courageous. You've got to be bold in that perspective as well. Right? So it's okay to trust your gut and to fail right? Um, because, you know what, you're learning something at the same time. It's not, a, it's not regret it's a time or regret spend because you'll always have learn something so that when you do do it again the next time you can learn from that or you can choose the right time to then actually approach it um, again right so be courageous be bold take risks right if a process for me feels okay makes sense adds business value and if it is new IBP functionality largely meets a need right um, and it's got to meet a need right you can't be um, um bells and whistles or cream on top, which actually adds nothing, right, but makes things look prettier, right, for example, then, and it has a good roadmap to um, to support it and delivers value, then in my view, we've got to take that chance, be courageous, listen to your gut. If it feels right, it generally is. And the fact that we focus on progress over perfection, right, um, is a key piece here because um, for me, if it doesn't turn out right, then you've learned something. If it turns out that it actually does add value, then that's perfect. And all the time, by being open and, and um, with your stakeholders around the risks right, that you're taking and the learnings that you're gathering right, and the things that you're going to deliver actually continues to build that stakeholder confidence in not only the journey that you're on currently, but the um, future journey that you'll be undertaking because like we said IVP is a learning tool it's continually evolving and the more you can and the more you use it and uh, the more opportunities it is to support your business process to deliver greater value perfect well we are getting close to time I've learned so much. Dustin, last word from you for our kind of audience of hundreds of thousands of IBP aficionados and learners. <laughs> and what, what would be the takeaway that Dustin Demean from Nature's Way would like to leave our audience with today? You know, it's, uh, it's been a great, a great journey for me personally with IBP as well as for, for Nature's Way. And so I'd say, you know, uh, take take this journey on if, if you have the need, like Mark said, right? Um, this isn't about features. It's about truly enhancing uh, your business, becoming a credible expert within your organization, finding something you're passionate about and, uh, you know, turning it into uh, something that's really meaningful. And uh, in the last 10 years, I really feel that's something I've done. And uh, anyone who can put themselves in that uh, same uh, situation, I would certainly encourage it. Fabulous. A Angela, to you, uh, you know, obviously good luck topping that answer, which was spectacular, by the way, but. <laughs> it was spectacular. <laughs> <laughs> 
I, I think that that was excellent, uh, Dustin. Um, yeah, I think, uh, you know, personally, and going back to if it feels right, it generally is a theme. Um, you know, that's what I try to anchor myself on. I mean, I think if you, you know, personally, too, I feel like this has been a personal journey. And, and I, I kind of keep that at the heart, if this still feels good, and you're doing the right thing for the business, then then we know we're on the right track. And I really try to hold true to that. So I think that, um, you know, continuing to evolve and, and just keeping at the heart, hey, we're trying to move the organization forward, which is not always easy, but you're kind of in it. I always say you fight the good fight um, and you always come in for the next day and, and you do it again. And, and every day is a new, uh, a new discovery or new battle. Uh, and it just makes you that much uh, better. So I, I think, you know, this has been an exciting journey. I would encourage anybody uh, to go on it. Um, I think it, it you know, the, even the smallest things, I've been surprised at the transformation and effects to the business. So, brilliant, absolutely brilliant, Mark. Succinctly and elegantly, your thoughts on what we've heard today, because it's been absolutely outstanding. Uh, I don't think I can add anything to what Dustin and the interviewer have said because they've so eloquently said it themselves. You know, it is about not only is it about um, being um, investing you yourself and your time and your intellect into um, IVP to not only build you as a person and you as a um, as an employee but the value that you will then deliver to the business right through undertaking this IVP journey and helping them understand that it is a journey and the value that it can deliver is exactly what Dustin and, and Indra have spoken about um, today so eloquently, and that's why they're the experts. You know? um, so, um, and I, I just sit in awe of what both Dustin and Angela have achieved. Um, it's just been an outstanding um, um, journey for them, right? And it continues to be. And they have my awesome thanks and, um, and uh, for blessings with their their insights today. Well, absolutely outstanding. That is sadly all we have time for today. We've learned a little bit today on sharing a piece of pie, the IBP podcast. Uh, a big, big thanks. Angela Olson from Cargill, Dustin Demean from Nature's Way. Lovely for Mark and I to come over and yeah. sit around a table with you. Uh, to Mark Golly, uh, I, I guess begrudgingly, my thanks as always. We always do enjoy your company, my friend. Uh, this has been, as I said, the SAP IBP podcast, sharing a piece of pie. I am your host, Jonathan Fogarty. Hope you enjoyed that one. Until next time, it's bye for now. <laughs>